Want to make mom's day? Get to your Nordstrom Rack now and score amazing deals for Mother's Day, which is Sunday, May 12th. Find tons of gifts from only $30 at Nordstrom Rack. Fragrance, jewelry, luxury bags, activewear, beauty, and more. Save on Kate Spade, New York, Stuart Weitzman, and Ted Baker, London. Great brands, great prices. So shop your Nordstrom Rack store today and treat mom to the good stuff from just $30. You like to watch new stuff, right? Well, go to Hulu and see what's new, because Hulu has new stuff all the time. Like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump, where first-class luxury meets world-class drama. A new season of The Kardashians starring The Kardashians, of course. And Grand Cayman, Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set in the tropical Caribbean. It's all new and it's streaming now on Hulu. The stillness within. In this podcast, Eckhart takes us through two live meditations about the stillness within. He says finding the transcendent dimension is the only thing that will satisfy us. It's not something we can achieve. It's something we discover in the here and now. When we say, I am aware of stillness, it means I am aware of the I am, which is the essence of all identity. Eckhart believes it's stillness that will save the world. I just want to remind you that we are not here to do anything. We are here to, one could say, experience something rather than do something. And what we are here to experience, and even that's not quite right, I'll come to that in a minute. What we're here to experience is very subtle, but very powerful. Whatever name we give that reduces it. It's not that. It's very vast. For the time being, let's just call it stillness. Now, when I said we're here to experience something, that's not absolutely right. But whenever we use language, we are bound to falsify that which goes far beyond concepts. It's not so much that we're here to experience something as to find that which, which underlies all experience, a dimension that is deeper than any experience, becoming aware of that within yourself. So some of you may have written down or have in your mind goals you want to achieve in life, and that's good. It's unlikely that achieving stillness will figure prominently as one of your goals, or even number one. And yet it's the most important thing in your life. But it's a good thing that it's not on your list of goals to be achieved, because if you make it into a goal to be achieved, it implies that you need the future to achieve stillness, which is of course true for all other goals, but not for that which we call stillness. Temporarily, we just call it for the time being stillness. If you make it into a goal to be achieved, you place it into the future and you'll never find it because it's inseparable from the present moment, the now. The now that usually people are not aware of as an actual 
presence. And here we have another pointer we could use instead of stillness, and that is presence. And as the word implies, presence is inseparable from the present, the now. Now for most people, yet the, the now is not a living realization. They are only aware of what happens in the now. And even that's not quite right. They're not really aware of it. They are reactive towards it and they are identified with it. They are identified with their thoughts that arise. They are reactive to what happens outside. So I'm here just talking a little bit, giving you pointers with every sentence, every word is really a pointer towards that. And I trust that as we sit here together, giving up the idea that we are here to do something, as we sit here together, a realization arises within you that is the living presence within. The thinking mind stops for a moment and there's just spacious awareness. Stillness. You haven't gone to sleep. You've become still without falling into dreamless sleep, without falling into dreams. So just something has arisen that usually you would have overlooked. And our meditation here, if we want to call it that, is to become aware of the space within. Another pointer, the stillness, this space. Becoming totally at ease with the present moment. A very rare state for most humans. Usually they're only at ease when some desire has just been fulfilled and then they're at ease for a little while, a few minutes, perhaps. Or they're at ease because they're so tired, they're moving towards sleep. Want to make mom's day? Get to your Nordstrom Rack now and score amazing deals for Mother's Day, which is Sunday, May 12th. Find tons of gifts from only $30 at Nordstrom Rack. Fragrance, jewelry, luxury bags, activewear, beauty, and more. Save on Kate Spade, New York, Stuart Weitzman, and Ted Baker, London. Great brands, great prices. So shop your Nordstrom Rack store today and treat mom to the good stuff from just $30. You like to watch new stuff, right? Well, go to Hulu and see what's new, because Hulu has new stuff all the time. Like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump, where first-class luxury meets world-class drama. A new season of The Kardashians starring The Kardashians, of course. And Grand Cayman, Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set in the tropical Caribbean. It's all new and it's streaming now on Hulu. Look around. You can find cars like these on AutoTrader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on AutoTrader. Just you wait. AutoTrader. So I'm here to lead you into that realization of inner stillness, of that dimension within. Lead you through words, which are only pointers, and through the demonstration of presence, 
which you can sense if you pay attention to the underlying stillness that is here as I speak, behind the words, between the words. Tune into that. Nothing personal in that. Nothing to do with this person. And as you tune into that, the same dimension arises within you, which again has nothing to do with that person that you think you are. So there is a dimension that transcends the person. It's in this person and it's in that person. The dimension that transcends the personal and the person and everything to do with the person, the personal history, the personal problems, the life situation, the ups and downs of the life situation. They will always be there, the ups and downs of the life situation. But the miracle is finding the transcendent dimension within you, without which life cannot be a pleasant experience, not for long. It cannot be satisfying, not for long, never for long. So without the realization of the transcendent dimension, the formless, spacious stillness, nothing will satisfy you. It's frustrating. Life is very frustrating without that dimension, if you haven't found it. But of course, the dimension is there in everyone. It's not something that you need to achieve. You can't achieve it, let alone achieve it in the future. You can discover it here and now within. It's lurking there underneath all the doing, underneath all the thinking. It's always there, but completely ignored by most people. <laughs> if you're comfortable with theistic terms, you could say God is always present, but completely ignored by most people. Because if God has any meaning, it is the transcendent dimension of life. It transcends means it is beyond whatever arises in life, beyond thought, beyond physical forms, beyond form. It transcends form. It is beyond past and future. It transcends time. It has nothing to do with time. It is presence, eternal presence. And presence, eternal presence or eternity is not some weird abstract philosophical concept. It can be, and it points to, a living realization. So the most precious thing to find in life is that there's stillness inside you, always. You just have to pay attention to it. But then the strange thing is that when you become aware of stillness, you realize that the awareness and the stillness are not two, but one. So it's only when we use language we say, I'm now, I'm aware of stillness. You put it into language, so when you're aware of stillness, there is a knowing where concepts are not needed, words are not needed, and there is no duality, really. It's only when you translate it into words, there's a duality, and you say, I'm aware of stillness. But what really happens is that awareness and stillness are a single realization. 
there is no subject and object in this realization. When we talk about it, it sometimes seems that there is a subject. I am aware of stillness. I can feel the stillness inside me. When you put it into words, that's how it's the subject and object. But when you look more deeply beyond words, you see that there's not me as an entity who is aware of stillness as something in me. It's only when we use language and that duality appears. When I'm aware of stillness, Really, the awareness and the stillness are one. And the I am, when you say I am aware of stillness, you could say, no, in this moment, I am aware of stillness. That's through words. It's not the actual truth of it, not quite, it's not how it is. Because the I am, the awareness and the stillness are all one. So when you say I'm aware of stillness, really means I am aware of I am. I am aware of the I am, that I am. There's a hint of that in the Old Testament. When God is asked, what's your name? God says, I am that I am. The essence of all identity is I am. So you could say, instead of I'm aware of stillness, you can say, I'm aware that I am. Or you could say, the I am that I am is aware of itself. <laughs> so instead of saying, I'm aware of stillness, you can also say, the awareness that I am that I am is aware of itself. Because I am and awareness is one. And I am and awareness and stillness are one. The stillness is aware of itself. The awareness is aware of itself. Duality collapses in that realization. Because duality applies to the world of form. That which underlies the world of form, the transcendent, the divine, if you're comfortable with that word, transcends duality, and because duality is the beginning of multiplicity of billions of forms. But what is the source of the billions of life forms? The one, the source out of which all life forms arise. And all life forms are an emanation arising from the one source of all life, the one life that transcends all forms of life, is beyond all forms of life, the one, the alpha and the omega, the beginning and the end, the timeless, eternal one. And that is not some abstract philosophical concept, although sometimes it becomes that when people only talk about it. It's a realization within yourself because the one is within you. It is the core, the, the, the space that is the essence of who you are, the source of all life, the timeless source of all life. So we could say then, we are here to, ex not to experience, but to realize the I am that I am. So let's stay with that for a moment. I am. Can you become aware of the fact that you are? That's what it is. This is one way of realizing that stillness. Can you become aware of the fact that you are? I am. Really, we're talking about becoming aware of the being, to be, I am. Your presence, the presence that underlies the person. At this moment, can you sense that, feel that, we don't have words really that are adequate. The spaciousness of being, the stillness of being. 
And then you get a sense that without needing to remember your past, you get a very strong sense of the essence of your being, the beingness of who you are. Without remembering your past, so your past ultimately has very little or virtually nothing to do with who you actually are, where your sense of identity arises, the sense of presence, of aliveness. So I am. How do you know that you are? Well, I know it. You can't go beyond that. It knows itself. You know yourself as the very presence, which is not an object in your experience. It's the eternal subject of all experience. And that eternal subject of all experience knows itself but not conceptually. It doesn't know anything about itself. It knows itself directly. And that is the transcendent dimension within you, or the divine within you. And then you realize that everything that you perceive in the world of form is an emanation of that and is also divine. But you don't know that everything in the world of form is also divine unless you find that dimension within yourself. And only from the realization of that dimension as a continuing underlying sense of presence of stillness, then you can look at the world of forms and, read and sense the, the divine in each form. But you can only sense the divine in each form because you sense it in yourself. Only through the divine in yourself can you sense the divine in each form, in each other human being including all the human beings that have no idea of the divine within themselves that you encounter. And any human being that has no idea of the, the essence of who they are, are, to a greater or lesser degree, mad. <laughs> so this is the normal humans you encounter in the world. There's an overlay of madness, but in essence they are divine. So that's what you see that's what you sense when you interact with them and that's what you truly relate to in others. You can only relate to that in others because you can sense that in yourself. So, to put in very simple terms, there is a stillness in you, as you even when you talk to people. And that stillness in you senses that underneath the mad mind of the other human being, nothing personal in that, there is also that dimension and that's what you sense in the other but he only sense it because in the background of who you are, you can sense an alive stillness. While you listen, while you, even while you speak, there's still an awareness of the I am, the stillness, the presence. Now, many people are worried about saving the world, and the only thing that can save a world that is otherwise somewhat insane is for humans to come to that self-realization, the realization of who they are in essence, the realization of the divine within, and that's what will save the world. Because whatever you do then is imbued with that realization. And in the absence of that realization, as a continuing knowing in the background, continuing sensing of presence, in the absence of that, whatever you do, no matter how good your intentions are, will have unforeseeable consequences, repercussions, and will create new problems. Let's go back for a moment to I am aware 
of the stillness within. Those three words, I am aware of the stillness, are all one. The I am is the awareness, the awareness is the stillness. The I am is the stillness. The stillness becomes aware of itself. God becomes aware of itself. Here and now, through this form, through this form, Welcome. This is our live meditation. One obstacle to meditation, especially for people who practice formal meditation regularly, they may not realize, although whatever method they use, whatever meditation practice they use, may be good, potentially helpful. There tends to be, however, always an underlying, unexpressed thought, feeling perhaps, that you are doing a meditation. So none, you do many things every day and one of the things you do is you're doing a meditation practice. I'm doing my meditation practice. But what is the aim of meditation? It's supposed to take you into a realization of being. Now we live in a culture westernized culture, which is not confined to the geographical so-called West these days. The westernized culture is in many places of the globe. We are predominantly focused, or almost or many people exclusively focused on doing. So it seems normal that you include when you start meditating and even continue that practice. It becomes part of the idea in your head that this is something you, you, that you have to do. There's a doing idea involved. Doing involves time. Doing has an aim. I'm here, I want to get there. I'm doing this in order to achieve that. All doing involves time. So with the idea of doing comes the idea of time that you, are, that you need to get somewhere with your meditation practice. Want to make mom's day? Get to your Nordstrom Rack now and score amazing deals for Mother's Day, which is Sunday, May 12th. Find tons of gifts from only $30 at Nordstrom Rack. Fragrance, jewelry, luxury bags, activewear, beauty, and more. Save on Kate Spade, New York, Stuart Weitzman, and Ted Baker, London. Great brands, great prices. So shop your Nordstrom Rack store today and treat mom to the good stuff from just $30. You like to watch new stuff, right? Well, go to Hulu and see what's new because Hulu has new stuff all the time. Like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump where first-class luxury meets world-class drama. A new season of The Kardashians starring The Kardashians, of course. And Grand Cayman, Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set in the tropical Caribbean. It's all new and it's streaming now on Hulu. For example, I want to become enlightened, or, or maybe you're not as ambitious as that, and just, I want to still my mind. Now, meditation is a practice that is meant to give you access to a particular state of consciousness. I call it presence, to help you realize that apart from doing 
And of course, doing is not just external doing, running around on the computer. Doing also is thinking. Every thought you think, you're doing something. You're doing, you're thinking. Meditation, the aim of meditation is to bring you to a realization of being. So to help you access another dimension within yourself. It's not thinking and it's not to do with external activities. But you don't go to sleep either. So it's the realization of being. To become aware of your own presence, so to speak, of presence or your presence. These are just words. Right now, instead of thinking we're doing something, I would suggest that an alternative access point to the state of consciousness that is presence is to let go of all doing or any idea that you have to get somewhere. Improve yourself. There is a place for that that exists on another dimension that also operates in your life, getting better at things and so on. But then there's something else where any kind of doing doesn't really help. I'm not saying let go of all your meditation practices. If they're used correctly, they can take you into being also. But for many people, there's an underlying, continuously arising obstacle created by the idea that you're doing something and need to get somewhere. So instead of taking you into being, it just creates more doing. Being and doing, those two dimensions need to be present and it's not just meditation is there to help you access being, but in the rest of your life, which is most of your life, 98% of your life, even if you meditate a lot, 95% of your life is still something else. It's not the meditation. There, there needs to be a balance between being and doing. Not as separate things, but coming together. And this is why here I'm not using any technique. And I just want to invite you to become aware of the fact that you are. I wouldn't say that you exist, of course you exist, but exist, the word itself from, comes from Latin, ex means out, exist means to stand out. Now that's your, your body exists, your psychological self with its conditioning and thought processes and emotions exists, it's there, it manifests. Whatever is manifested, not necessarily just through the senses, because the more important part of you, you can't see through the senses, that's the invisible self, the psychological self, exists, stands out, is manifested. So it's not so much becoming aware of the fact that you exist, but becoming aware of the underlying being that gives rise to your existence. Something deeper. Becoming aware of yourself right now as I speak, of the essence of who you are, not as a physical body, not as a psychological entity with a past, a personality conditioned by the past, 
But is there anything deeper than your personality that's conditioned by the past, consists of all thought processes and emotions and opinions and viewpoints, likes and dislikes and so on and so on? Is there something else, something deeper, something without which all those other things could not manifest? Yes, you can't define it, you can't understand it, there's nothing to understand there. If you examine your historical self, your psychological self, then you may need understanding. You might need to go to a psychotherapist to figure out things that you had not been aware of your psychological self. But here, in that immediate realization of being, I am. There's no doubt about that, that there is a consciousness here. Prior to whatever arises, in that consciousness, there is a presence, a consciousness. Even when I don't think in exact, it's only really when there's a moment of not thinking that I become aware of that consciousness that I am. I become aware of awareness, which is not how it is, it's just language. Awareness, which is who you are, consciousness, which is who you are, becomes aware of itself. There's no duality anymore. Can you feel yourself, your consciousness, your beingness, the I am, without adding anything to the I am, which would be your name, your age, your gender, your position in society, your knowledge, your memories. These are all things you add to I am. But I am is the essence. You can sense that in your daily life, in the background, then you are always connected with being, you're rooted in that deeper dimension. And then all the comings and goings in your external life and all your doings may still be important, are still important, whether you gain something, you lose something, whether you're healthy or ill, rich or poor. But then there's always something deeper and from that deeper dimension of beingness where you can sense your essential reality as that and not the psychological personality. That means you have found that which is of primary importance, and then you deal with all the things that are of relative or secondary importance, which is everything else in your life. So you are both who you are in this world, the person, the historical entity, the physical, psychological entity, yes, you are that, but more fundamentally, you are the consciousness without which the person would not even be. Would there even be a world without a consciousness perceiving the world? Molecules, atoms, and empty space make up this body, this room, everything, wherever you are, molecules, atoms, and mostly empty space. It's not a world at that level. It's not a room, and then consciousness comes and suddenly there's a world. But molecules and atoms themselves may also be just primordial manifestations of consciousness. And ultimately, humans will realize, first of all through spirituality, your own spiritual realization, at some point, perhaps even through science, we're not there yet, that all is consciousness, that the entire universe is an expression 
of the one consciousness, vibrating, so to speak, at different frequencies, from so-called inanimate matter, to plant life, to animal life, to human life, and other dimensions of existence. In the same way that you can have water that can be solid, it's ice, seems to have nothing to do with water, it's very hard, and then water exists as a liquid, and the water can also exist as vapor, the same thing, at least at different frequencies, one could say. In consciousness, this is just an analogy for consciousness. You are essentially consciousness. And then there's a temporary appearance of you as a person, and that's fine. That's part of the miracle of manifested existence, where consciousness breaks up into countless streams coming all continuously from the one source. To realize yourself as consciousness, you need to become aware of the space between thoughts. When I stop speaking for brief moments, are you able to stay so present that you do not add any thought to this moment? You add nothing to it. it just, there's just a sensation of, is, yes, there is still, if your eyes are open, you can still see the screen and can see me or the image of me and hear the words. Or if your eyes are closed, you can still hear the words. But what, what else is there? Something deeper, more vital than whatever appears in your sense perceptions. Something without which there would be no sense perception. Oh, yes. Just a stillness at first. A seemingly, a seeming nothingness. A, a, I like that English word, nothingness. You can, the word nothing consists of no thing. An apparent no-thingness when you're not thinking. And if you were in a place where it's very totally quiet, nobody is speaking, and your eyes are closed, you can become even more aware of the no-thingness. It's just a presence, an underlying presence. It has nothing to do with who you are on the level of the person. An alive stillness. And as you become familiar with that, it's not even confined to the so called inside of you. You may notice that it seems to be both within and without. So the difference between within and without disappears. Mystics would call that the presence of God that they can suddenly sense. And what is God? Well, you can't even speak about that ultimate source of all things. But the best analogy for what God is and what your relationship with God is, the best analogy for that is the sun, which continuously gives forth life energy, sunlight, an outpouring the sun is just an analogy, it's even the sun is not eternal, but it's the closest you can get. It lasts for a billion years or whatever. It's closest you can get in the sensory world to that which is eternal. The sun 
is the source of the very warmth in your body. Whether if the sun disappeared, everything would immediately, within a few hours, would die here. So the consciousness emanates from the one source. So to say, I am God is both true and not true. You are an extension of that one consciousness, like you are a ray of sunlight, temporarily appearing as a person. And will probably even this particular ray that temporarily appears as a person, the personal sense after death goes through a metamorphosis. You don't stay the same personality after death. I would suggest that something of this particular ray survives beyond death. It's not the, not the personality, and it survives until it completely murders the source itself is experiencing something through the manifested universe. Everything brings back something to the source, like a bee brings back something to the beehive. Don't want to become too, one could talk, it would be, love to talk about it for another hour or two, but it's not necessary here. With the realization of yourself as consciousness, in that space between two thoughts, and perhaps might even be a longer space. When you meditate, you become aware of being, and you stay aware. You can look around the room with eye, you, your eyes are open, you're perceiving sights and sounds, and yet you're not interpreting them as what you would habitually do. You're just there as the perceiver, as the consciousness in which these things are perceived. And if you can both be aware of what's, what is there around you and of the deeper space of awareness itself, then your life can be balanced between being and doing, between the manifested and the unmanifested, between the world and God. This presence that you sense is enormously liberating it frees you from the prison of believing that who you are fundamentally is the person. And to be trapped in a personal, exclusively personal sense of self, personal selfhood, it's a terrible way to live. And if you are connected with the depth dimension, the being, beingness, presence, then the person has its place, can be honored, and can experience and do things in this world, learn new things, have goals and ambitions, why not? But no longer looking for liberation through achieving this or that, no longer looking for ultimate fulfillment through some idea that when I achieve this, then I will be complete and happy. No, just participate in the dance of existence. The universe wants to create. It wants expansion. But why is it that so often it seems to put obstacles in the path of expansion? Things go wrong. Difficult situations, difficult people, loss, confusion. Why do some people experience life as one damn thing after another? 
Why does all these things work? Why doesn't life leave me alone? Why, is, why does expansion seem to be blocked so often if the universe wants expansion, which it does? The universe not only wants to expand externally, it also expands internally. So with every obstacle, potentially, there's a deepening within. So it goes in two directions. So if somebody is, let's say a child grows up with a handicap or very difficult life situation, it doesn't have to be a child or any human being encounters a huge obstacle. Either they overcome the obstacle on the external level or they transcend that obstacle on an inner level. So this is a universal thing. I just to give one example, let's say a child is weak, gets bullied at school, very unhappy because of that. Then the child could, suddenly, could generate so much energy that he or she would take up martial arts, go to a teacher, just as it's shown in those movies, and then eventually he or she can defeat the bully, generate it. The energy that would, had, would not have been generated if the bully had not been there. So it becomes stronger on that. That's expansion in a way. Or the child is just too weak. It doesn't generate expansion on that level. It can never defeat the bully. But the energy goes within, develops other abilities, perhaps the ability to be creative, to think, to create. And 20 years later, the child that was the bully works in some menial job, and the child that was bullied is a great creator of this expansion too, or becomes a spiritual teacher. So the universe wants to expand, but it also wants you to experience obstacles to expansion, which are part of the expansion that goes in two directions. So welcome all the obstacles in your life, the obstacles to every, to whatever, and collectively, if you listen to the news, continuously things go wrong, dreadfully, on the planet. <laughs> it happens to be the case that the news focuses on all the things that go wrong. It just never doesn't focus on the things that don't go wrong. So it's of course a distorted version of what life is like. But undoubtedly things do go wrong. Humanity is being challenged through, sometimes through factors that seem to have nothing to do with, it just, things just come at you, and other factors created by humanity's unconscious mind, dysfunctional, egoic thinking, and so it's only through experiencing the effects of that unconsciousness collectively, if you look at humanity as a whole for a moment, as one single expression of consciousness divided into billions of little entities, one huge array of consciousness divided into billions of small arrays of consciousness, one of them is you. So humanity is evolving. The one consciousness expressing itself as the human being is undergoing a process of evolution. It's like birthing, and gradually it's becoming more conscious. It seems to take a long time. But every human being reaches a point where they, where the consciousness accelerates, and that's when you become weary. You consciously embark on the spiritual path as you are doing. 
That means you no longer, your primary teacher is no longer suffering. It may still come in, but it's no longer your primary teacher. You grow, you awaken voluntarily without being pushed into it through suffering. But you have been, otherwise you wouldn't be, you've had your suffering. There may be a bit more, but not like before. And for many of you, suffering is coming to an end. It doesn't mean that you, you don't face problems anymore, but they don't, you don't transform them into suffering anymore. The I am practice. I am. There's no doubt about that. Everything else could be an illusion. And one way of looking at it is to say, well, it is a kind of illusion because nothing lasts for long. Everything here is impermanent. Be aware in your daily life of the gap between two thoughts so that your mind doesn't drag you along in an incessant stream of involuntary and compulsive thinking. Invite these gaps into your life through look by looking at something without interpreting it, by listening to something without interpreting it. By taking conscious breaths occasionally, observe the air flowing into the body, out of the body, no thought, you become aware of the underlying presence. And only then do you become a true human being. So humans are still undergoing an evolutionary process. They're not finished. They're not even fully human yet, most of them. You're fully human when you are both when you are conscious, not only of your humanness, but also of your beingness. And when the two come together, you are a human being. Before, you are only a human, unaware of being, <laughs> only a personality. A human being lives in two worlds, the manifested and the unmanifested. And that would mean when humans, more, more and more humans begin to live like that, because the world would look very different, the world that we create. So, be not only human, but be the being, so you become a, a true human being. I'm Oprah Winfrey, and you've been listening to Eckhart Tolle, Essential Teachings, the podcast. You can follow these essential teachings on Spotify or wherever you listen to podcasts. If you haven't yet, go to Spotify and follow this podcast. Join us next week for more enlightened teachings from Eckhart Tolle. Thank you for listening. Want to make mom's day? Get to your Nordstrom Rack now and score amazing deals for Mother's Day, which is Sunday, May 12th. Find tons of gifts from only $30 at Nordstrom Rack, fragrance, jewelry, luxury bags, activewear, beauty, and more. Save on Kate Spade, New York, Stuart Weitzman, and Ted Baker, London. Great brands, great prices. So shop your Nordstrom Rack store today and treat mom to the good stuff from just $30. Spectrum One is a big deal. You get Spectrum Internet with the most reliable internet speeds, free advanced Wi-Fi for enhanced security and privacy, and a free Spectrum Mobile Unlimited line with nationwide 5G included, all while saving big. For the big speed, big reliability, and big savings you want, get Spectrum One. Just $49.99 a month for 12 months. Visit spectrum.com slash big deal for full details.
Offer subject to change. Valid for qualified residential customers only. Service not available in all areas. Restrictions apply.